Leslie Christmas. Hello and Merry Christmas from Cool's Home. Our usual thank yous. Thank you to Projector, at Projector Projector. Thank you for the song I Am Shamed off of the 2018 EP. How does it feel? Thank you to D-Man, DuncanHasty.com or at FollowDArt on Instagram. Calls Home, Instagram is at Calls Home. Check out pictures, more. Send me a Christmas message. It's Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day. I hope you all had a wonderful time over Christmas and have had time to leave me a nice little present of an iTunes review. Much appreciated. Tell a friend about it. They can bring in the new year with an episode of Calls Home. That sounds fucking awful. Imagine a party where everyone's counting down. Five, four, three, two, one. Leslie calls home. And you just sit down for an hour and listen to this podcast. Don't do that. That sounds shit. Merry Christmas. This is my call with Tim about surviving the Quito riots and moving on to Colombia. Happy Christmas! Oh, it's freezing. There's so much snow here. Merry ho ho. Merry Christmas to you too, Tim. <laughs> oh God, I just waded through a load of snow and just I've just put the put the mince pies near the fire with the mulled wine. Very nice. Very very nice. <laughs> I I just had breakfast and I'm sitting outside. I am in a place called Salento. I'm calling from now the gar- nice. now the garden of the hostel because the Wi-Fi in the quiet kitchen I was going for failed me. It is what time is it? It is eight fifty-four on the sixteenth of October, technically, but really it's Christmas. Christmas Day, which I hate Christmas, so you've chosen the wrong person to come on this week's podcast. Um, <laughs> it's two fifty-three here. Well, fourteen fifty-three. So there That's... you go. You're a minute ahead in the world and several hours behind. Beck said this last week as well. I think my laptop might be a little bit fast. Maybe. Oh, in... oh my God! Forget what Marty McFly did. You've cracked the secret of time travel. <laughs> get the get the get the clocks wrong, and then you can be you can live in whatever time you want. Oh my God! It's magical, magical. Genius. Tim, who are you, and how do we know each other? Well, I'm the president of Hemswatch, um, but we knew each other through different... Oh, Liam for life. I know you love Liam. So Liam for life. Uh, I am... Well, I kind of think of you like my brother. Um, We're not really brothers, but if I chose a brother, it would be you because I love you. Um, So I... This is a weird one. So I know primarily your very close friend now but originally i was very close friends with sounds like i'm not now but i was first close friends with um your brother-in-law and your lovely sister grace and um the sittingtons and i was their lecturer at university yeah and then yeah it was all 
Club four, professional relationship, you know, no preferential treatment. And then they kept in touch when they'd graduated. Through, and Facebook was really just coming through then. I know it's hard to believe, yeah, but it really was just sort of day. this thing. I remember Tom coming up to my office and showing me how to get on Facebook and everything. I'll ne- <laughs> never forget that. Um, and yeah, no, it's true. And, um, and they stayed in touch. And by that point, they were together, together. And um, and then they asked me to be guide parents to their firstborn. And yeah. yeah, and I stayed in touch and just weddings, everything. Wonderful. So, yeah, you lovely, lovely, lovely. And firm, firm family friend. I'm a fundament, aren't I, in the family? Yeah, and I'm your mum, your dad, your stepmom, your stepdad. Lovely people. Just lovely, lovely, lovely people. Um, so, yes, I'm very honoured to be part of that and to have you as my honorary bro. Yeah. Wonderful. So, Tim, are you, I, I know I just said I've moved locations. I've left my fucking diary in the kitchen. Give me one second. Okay, yeah. The, the oh, call will keep recording you, so if you want to say stuff while I run away, go ahead. But one sec. That, well, I will about you. I thought this was a professional podcast, and this is what we're Diaries left behind in kitchens. I shall be strongly speaking to my agent and um, asking him how I got involved in this poor debacle. Oh, God, and now it says poor connection. What's going on? Why? What has my life become? What has my life become? This doesn't happen on Under the Skin, Russell Brand's podcast for great intellectual thinkers, which is, I assume, the reason why I have been invited on today's show, is my brainy um, contributions to things. I'm back. I'm back. Good job. Uh, perhaps it was best to hear any of that. Um, well, I'll hear it when I edit, so I'll look forward to that. <laughs> oh, oh, God! My brother friendship is over with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the fundamental tool I need to tell my wonderful stories I left behind. A, I'm excited because, and I don't mean this glibly, I'm excited because I know you're okay and fine, and which is my main worry. But I'm literally going to sit here, well, figuratively with popcorn to this exciting story. I will chip in, obviously, but like, yeah. you were right when you chose me for this week's one because you couldn't use a more two different personalities, could you? We get we we, yeah. we have a lot of things in common, but like in terms of spirit of bravery and adventure, I just you had all my share of it when it was given out. You, <laughs> like they kept mine, and then however many years later, when you were born, a good degree later, you got my share of bravery and adventure. So you know, remember, I'm seriously I'm glad you're fine. I remember before I came away. I said, like, yeah, get your own calls home, obviously. And you were like, yeah, because, you know, you'll be going through lots of dangerous, exciting things. And I'm the opposite. I'd never want to do that. But I think this episode is just just the perfect combination of that. All good art and culture is built around... um, like poetry and plays are built around a sense of conflict and binary opposition, which is we are not in conflict, but we're definitely very different people. <laughs> All the things you do. Me. <laughs> Thank God there's two types of people in the world. <laughs> yeah. How are you, though? How was um... my, my jingle first? Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, it's not very long. Carl's home, Carl's home, makes you feel happy when you're all alone. Carl's home, Carl's home, you will even like it if you're a garden gnome. That's my song. <laughs> I love that. I like it because I'm sitting in a garden at the moment. Oh, Perfect. Your slide sounds so like your sister's there. Oh my God, it was a spitting image. You laugh exactly, I never noticed that before. You laugh identically. Lovely, 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 That's lovely. Funny. Yes, I'm good, thank you. Um, just new term started at uni. Um, lovely new students, brilliant. Um, and um, yeah, great. B- b- lots of busyness, just how I like it. Brilliant. But, um, lovely start. 
lovely students. So, yeah, having a great old time with that. Um, but obviously dropped everything. The, the nation's education can wait to for me to make my debut on Calls Home, which I've <laughs> seriously, as you know, been long been excited about doing, yeah. been waiting for the call waiting to be a member of the academy for if you know if you're an actor you know when the call comes you're just like this is it i've got the call this finally you know you're stepping so. up stepping how are up. you how are you i'm good i'm good it's yeah it's i'm well survived keto but i'll tell you all about it shall i let's start with our story begins do you feel do you feel sorry before you start do you feel like um a man reborn i mean eve i know you're a brave soul but even you do you feel like you've had another lease at life now <laughs> completely 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 i'm in this Bless like you. lovely <laughs> lovely small town it's a bit touristy because it's just on the route that everyone does through but main street yeah. your sister would be disgusted at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah through columbia but like i've already extended my stay here through to saturday because i was like i just need some time in the countryside and it's nice and quiet. And I was, yeah, I just need this. I love, I love that even you have met your match with excitement and bravery <laughs> on a holiday. Turns out, turns out I didn't want that much excitement. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, well, there's been a couple of moments here. Like we were out in the square like two nights ago and there was a large crowd cheering cheering gleefully but because there was a large, large crowd being loud I was like, ah, roadblocks, flashbacks. <laughs> I don't use this term lightly and I never would, yeah. seriously, but that's kind of a sort of almost like post-traumatic. It's really, it's like really, like, really you know, minor PTSD, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I'm not comparing it to the same not thing, idea all. of like, no. you know, like, hear a bang and stuff and, and something like, oh, it takes you back immediately. But in a serious, you know, in a lighter way, it's like it reminded you, you put you straight back there. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, back mm. to Quito. So on Friday the 11th, I had a wonderful call with Beck. Uh, I had a fairly early night this night, which maybe was a premonition because the next two nights I didn't get much sleep. But then I woke up on Saturday the 12th. So me and a group of people were going to the equator. So Ecuador has the the equator going through it. So we were taking a trip there. It's It's the name Ecuador. I've never really thought about it. It's the name Ecuador. Linked to the equator. equator, Yeah, I think think there must be a link there. Yeah. There must be, doesn't it? I wonder if it's, it, it's the same word in Spanish or something, or I don't know. Well, we, what we were going to was mitad del mundo, which is like middle of the world. Right. Mm. But yeah, so on this morning, Saturday the 12th, I had a wonderful FaceTime with everyone at Wynn's naming ceremony. I hear, I mean, I wasn't there, but I hear that the person they got <laughs> to do it was off the scale brilliant. I mean... I mean, a kind of firebrand of, like, wit, good looks. That's what I heard. That's just what I heard. Yeah, Not I, my words. I heard... I heard my he, words. I heard he did a very good job, but the message I sent wasn't <laughs> fully... Very good. It wasn't... Damning with faint. He's w- very good. The promise I sent through wasn't fully communicated from what I hear. Oh. Uh, so you have a personal agenda in this criticism. <laughs> well, why don't you go on... Why don't you go on Humanist Celebrant Advisor and give me a low rating? I mean, him a low rating. <laughs> oh, and, and your sister noted that your bravery in your, in your fruity language was not, was not re- um, replicated in any of your other speeches when you were actually in the room. But when you're safely halfway across the planet... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you know what was like? 
No, it was lovely. I mean, we have, we, we're all surrounded by, in all seriousness, we're surrounded by all this wonderful technology and we all take it for granted, as you, you can only do in life, take it for granted. But um, it was a wonderful moment when we're all in the forest, yeah, in the outside bit afterwards and we were chatting and you were on the phone looking and it was so lovely. And uh, um, someone called me over to say hello and I was like, hello. And I didn't realise what was going on. Then I saw you there, you know, on the yeah. other side of the world. And it was moments where you just think technology is absolutely it was so lovely yeah. do you know what I mean I can just pop in mm. pop in on a small screen yeah. from halfway around yeah, the world yeah it was lovely clear up how, how, how generous of you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> make time in my busy <laughs> schedule yeah but, yeah, yeah so brilliant a brilliant me me Archie Cammy, and a girl called Cassie uh, we're organising a trip. So Cassie had organised a taxi because she had, had she had a flight booked at six o'clock this evening so, How do you know these people? Just from the, just, just meeting in the hostel. We were all sharing a hostel together. Um, Lovely. So, so yeah, so she'd organised the taxi to take her to the equator and then to the airport. So we jumped in there and we said, OK, we'll come with you to the equator, maybe find our own way back, or we can grab a taxi. And when we got in the taxi with our wonderful driver, Yvonne, um, she said there's another, there's another taxi going to there as well, so you can probably come back with them. So, yeah, we, we made our way to... Already, your bravery, like, way back, I'd be weeping at the, even the pr- principle of that free thinking, yeah? <laughs> you wait. Uh, so, terrifying. So, on this, so, so the days before this were a little bit quiet um, on, the, on the protest front. Um, but so what's going on? What's the political situation in a, in a nutshell? Yeah, basically, the pri- uh, Ecuador got a big loan from the FMI, $5 billion loan. In part of that agreement, they needed to raise their fuel prices. Ecuador subsidised their fuel. It cost them $1.3 billion a year. They stopped doing that. Petrol prices doubled. The whole country kicked off. Doubled? Doubled. Literally doubled. You can imagine for us, like, what the... Con- you know, that's, yeah. we don't need to imagine. You can just... You don't need an analogy. Fuel price doubles tomorrow. It's already... Gosh. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Um, but then, so yeah, as we got into the town of San Antonio, there was one one protest road. So what they do, they block roads. They like burn tires and pull trees across roads to block them, so no one can get past, just to cause some disruption. So we had to go one back road to get mm. to the Mitad del Mundo. Uh, we tried to get to the monument. Did you know these riots were happening? Sorry. We, did you know they were we happening? We knew that or there would you, probably be. We knew that there could be some protests today. We didn't know the scale sure. of how bad they would be. So, yeah, we went around. Sure. Would, went... you, would you have stayed at home if you'd known? Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely okay. after the <laughs> shit we went through. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, went round um, one roadblock, got to the monument. The monument was shut because of the protests. But there was, there's, a little, right. there's a little museum called Intinan, Intinan mm-hmm. um, which is like... A museum, it's got some information about the Amazonian people and the tribes, and it also um, shows shows experiments of the Caloris effect. The Caloris effect is where the Earth spins and the gravity that pulls everything in, that you get some interesting phenomenon at the equator. <gasps> what, like? What, X-Files stuff? What, like? So, so, for instance, like, you know how in different hemispheres the water spins different ways down a drain? Yes. So yeah, you can literally yeah, yeah. Pull, pull the plug on the equator line and it goes down straight. You move it a few metres to the left and you're in the northern hemisphere and it goes one way. And then you go... F- ten they minutes. set up an experiment to yeah, show you so that? You, you do it? He's literally pulling a plug out of a basin and pours it into what? a plug. And you can see the leaves spinning in a different direction. 
is that is that like I mean even if you're prepared for that that must still just it's still really weird yeah it's still really really Amazing. weird I'm glad you're not um, I'm glad you're not like oh no it was fine like I'm no. glad that you're freaked out with that as well. that's amazing uh, we saw so yeah you're you're not as strong at the equator so he did an experiment where you lift your hands up and what? he tries to push your hands down off the equator but when you stand on the equator line you're not as strong I don't know if this is like some. Is that honestly true? I don't know if this is some psychological experiment thing. Yeah. But yeah. it worked. It worked. You also weigh less because you're further away from the centre of the what? Earth, apparently. And what? How would Magneto cope? Because he uses the magnetic poles of the world to fly, doesn't he? That's how yeah. he moves around. So yeah, so how would he I affect him on the equator? Yeah. You reckon he yeah. just like if he flew high enough, he'd just like take a dip <laughs> at the equator. He's like, oh shit! Yeah, I think, so. I think when, when we fight him, obviously as X Men, passionate X Men, we are. We need to lure him to the equator for our fight. Genius. He won't be as strong. Or in the paper factory where there's just no metal. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Make a note of that. <laughs> we, <laughs> good, good. We um, you can also balance an egg on the head of a nail. On like what? the, the this is so, this is crazy. Like well, apparently it's still difficult. Out of out of the four of us, I was the only person to achieve it, and I got a little certificate that claims me an egg master of the equator. Oh, I'm so proud. That's my boy, <laughs> Abbott's Langley Pride. Come on, that is brilliant. I'm so proud. Uh, so good. Yeah, some of the cool stuff of the Amazon tribes. Uh, there was shrunken heads, like real shrunken heads. Seriously? Yeah, like real, real shrunken heads. How old? Um, I'm not sure how old, if I'm honest. But they, they told us about mm. the process of it, which is basically take the skull out, uh, <gasps> take the skull out, boil the skin in a, in a mixture of herbs and spices, like a secret recipe, and then you dry it in a smoke-filled room, and then you fill it with rocks and animal fat, and then you tie it, you sew up the eyes and mouth so the soul can't get out. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The process is. What size is it? Santa. Is it still normal size? Well, so he said, make a fist. That's how big yeah. your shrunken yeah. head would be. Without the skull. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah crazy. Skin. Yeah, so weird. So. so weird. Very interesting. It's very stretchy, isn't it? Skin does stretch a lot. Yeah. You know, so. He showed us yeah. what... He showed that there's, like, one in a cabinet, and then he bought one out, and he was like, okay, guys, you can't take photos of this one. This was a really famous shaman of the this Amazon tribe. He it's was like, you, It's really just... You can't take photos, but I'll show you it. Good. Which yeah, Good. crazy, crazy. But the other one, he was like, "Yeah, this was one of their enemies. You can take a photo of this one." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, who cares about him? I can't believe I've got this week on as calls home. Like, I can't believe any any of your other weeks are anything as exciting as the week I've got <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> it gets better. It's amazing. It gets better. You balanced an egg, got superpowers. You lost those superpowers near the equator, <laughs> and now you've seen a shrunken head like Beetlejuice. This is amazing. Yeah, and they, he was showing us how like they the big blow gun uh, blow gun darts they have, and a few like taxi, taxidermy animals, so like snakes, spiders. And I can't remember the scientific name, but it's basically the penis fish that, you know, the way you, if you pee in the Amazon, a fish can go up into your oh. urethra and then suck the blood out of your insides like a leech. See, right. See, that is 
that is exactly the kind of fact, the one fact I know about another country. I'm terribly ignorant, not deliberately, <laughs> but I'm, my geography is appalling and I'm, I'm very respectful of other countries, but like I have no knowledge. And that is the sort of fact that like would just say, that's the reason I wouldn't go traveling. <laughs> somewhere in the world, or you could be in a country where a snake could come in, which could happen in England. But, you know, I'd just be like, right, I'm never going. You know, yeah. I just choose the Stay information that suits what I want to do. <laughs> I'm never doing that ever again, ever again, ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so we we had a really nice time at the museum. It was like a nice, like peaceful escape from all the scariness outside. And but when we did walk outside, we walked we walked past the roadblock. Uh, there was a truck literally blocking the road, and then a few tires burning next to it. And but all these people like don't have a problem with tourists. They and you can walk past the roadblocks. They're really trying to stop traffic. Right, and you didn't feel threatened or anything or didn't feel threatened by them at all no they to be fair this was a very small group of people and they were all just chilling by the side of the road like this isn't in the center so, of quito or anything so there's not too, the too irony busy this week we've had extinction rebellion you know protests yeah. in, in london yeah you know? so you know and they're very peaceful as well so yeah. there, there's the irony there you know so. <laughs> so we got back to our car which is parked in a petrol station and we saw like up in the road ahead there was a new roadblock that we hadn't seen before our driver, Yvonne, literally the most amazing woman in the world, spoke to the pe- people at the right. petrol station. They said, there's no way out of town right now. Like, they've blocked all the roads. Oh, my and God. She was like, I'd have just killed myself. And she was like, okay, fine. We'll, um, we'll, we'll have a drive around, see what we can do. So, yeah, we tried a couple of ways. Uh, we tried one way that looked really, really packed. Um, we tried the way we came in originally, and there was, yeah, lots of people blocking the road. And whenever a car would approach, lots of people from the main roundabout coming off of this small road would run up and stop. An ambulance tried to get past. They stopped the ambulance. We saw them surround the ambulance. We saw them surround the ambulance. They opened the back doors of the ambulance to look inside it. Eventually, they to did... see that people weren't smuggling through. Yeah, basically... And eventually they did let the ambulance through. But, yeah, we were like, fuck, if they... If How long for, to let the ambulance probably through? Probably probably about five minutes. Well, that's, well, a life or death situation. Blind me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that... To get a bit scared. That really... That, that was a big, big red flag of shit. This is... Because they're those kind of... you. Um, I've said it figuratively, like, United Nations international rules, aren't they? You'd always let, you know, like... Let the ambulance You'd always through. let someone sit yeah. who was going to... Exactly, so now you're like, we're a bit off the map and the rule book here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's scary. yeah, when we yeah. saw that, we were like, cool, we're definitely not getting through here. We then went round to the main road and she said, OK, I'll park here, I'll go and talk to them, see what I can do. She, she came back and, yeah, like, by this point, it's getting to probably about two o'clock. So... Afternoon. Yeah, two o'clock in the afternoon. So Cassie's starting to get worried about her six o'clock flight. Oh, of course. She's got a flight. She's yeah, got yeah, a flight yeah. booked. Where's so she going? She was trying to fly to Peru, trying to get out the country. Okay. Yeah. So she, yeah, she was trying to get out the country. So, yeah, we were stressed about it and we were like, well, fuck it. Like, we can't get through. The whole town's closed. Like, maybe we can walk. Like, we've heard about people walking in roadblocks saying, like, if we walk, if you walk past one, you might be able to get a car on the other side as far as you can to the next roadblock yeah. and walk past Certainly it. Like, the vehicles, yeah. Yeah, so we've, we've heard of people doing that, so we thought we could give it a try. There was four of us. So then while we were, like, as we were getting out of the car, Cassie lifted the boot up. The boot 
as she leant in to get her bag, the boot then hit her in the face because it didn't stay. So, like, this girl is... Just, like, nothing to do with, like, heat or fire or anything. No, just, just, just like the boot, boot... The boot on that car doesn't stay up. So just as she was panicking about her flight, everything's going wrong. She then gets hit in the head by a car what, boot. Like, yeah, like, just bounced back and hit her in the head. It was... The, it was like really. What, her head was inside the boot, or it came up and hit under her chin. It, no, it hit her in the forehead. So she was in reaching in, and then yeah, it came down. Yeah. Oh, really kick oh, her yeah. while she's down. Yeah. Um, oh, that's all. I've just been crying. I've just been crying. Yeah, she was. She was at that point. Yeah. Oh, bless um, her. oh So then, just as we were, yeah, planning to walk, Yvonne, uh, she called the hostel and said, these people are about to walk, what do you think about that? And the guy at the hostel said, don't let them walk. Like, the the protests are really, really bad today. The worst fear is that they get taken as hostages to be used as leverage against the government. So you're, you're just adding this in to freak me out this week. No. That's that true. Yeah, it's true. Um, at that point... Oh, my God, I feel sick. I know I know you're fine. I'm talking to you. I feel sick to the pit of my the, stomach. The problem oh with these God. stories is, is spoilers, I'm fine. But, yes, yeah, like, yes. at that moment we were like... That's uh, the problem with all past tense narratives, yeah. third person. Don't we, worry about that. Carry on, <laughs> yeah. Unless you're in heaven and I'm doing this via seance. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Calls home <laughs> from the grave. Halloween special (laughs) but we yeah so from from that we decided not to walk that was enough to to convince us not to walk I'm glad you weren't like oh come on we'll just do it I'm I'm Sam Cunnington not scared of anything no no, definitely not so we then went back into the centre of town Uh, Yvonne was like so then at that point Yvonne checks Twitter she finds out that a lot of the flights are being cancelled and the airport, the way to the airport is now blocked anyway. Oh, that's, that's probably better to know that if, you know, you're not getting out of there anyway, you know, so you could probably relax yeah. a bit, you know. But then also see a tweet from the president of Ecuador saying that from three o'clock, so in half an hour's time, there will be a 24-hour curfew in Quito. So oh. anyone... For now's warning. So anyone, anyone on the streets could be arrested or shot, basically. And when had he sent that tweet? Had you just seen it? I think it, it was late, about an hour. Yeah, I think there was about an hour's warning on that. He was like, so basically, it was about ninety minutes. Basically, hour, the yeah, protests okay. are out of control in the centre of Quito. Luckily, we were a bit right, out of Quito. Action. Yeah, and he needed to act quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and he yeah, was just like, sure. the military are coming in. Everyone, get off the streets. Sure. Uh, and I suppose that is long enough to get off if you if you can just get in somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but then a lot of like a lot of these people are indigenous folk, and like I don't know if they all like, have Twitter or check yes, it regularly. Yes, exactly. That was the main warning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's true. We managed to find a little place for lunch because we thought, okay, we need to figure out a solution <laughs> to this. Okay. The momentum and the excitement of the story finishes that way. So we just had a spot of lunch. We did have a spot of lunch. There was one little restaurant open. We had some chicken. It was good. (laughs) If this was a screenplay and I was giving you notes on this, I'd say at this point in your creative writing exercise, you know, um, your sisters and Tom are very good on creative writing. They'll be like, the the momentum of the story kind of dips a little bit. (laughs) 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 <laughs> this is real this is real life though this is real life sometimes you just gotta stop and have some chicken right? 
<laughs> Life isn't a film, as I keep having to be reminded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, All right, right. so yeah, during during our lunch, Yvonne helped Cassie check the internet to make see if her flight was going. It was a bit, all a bit unclear. Like news and news and updates weren't coming in as quickly as possible. And seriously, could you beat him? Were you not thinking we got to get off the streets? There'll be a tank coming through here or something in any minute. Like well, because we not... we weren't in the centre of Quito. We were like. Uh, we were like 45 yeah, okay. minutes drive in a small town just north of it. It's like being north of the river in London or something. You know, you're in the outskirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're in zone one. It's um, basically zone like being in Watford and the, the curfew's in London. So like close yeah, okay. enough. Yeah, analogy. Okay, yeah. analogy. Okay, yeah. um, fair enough. But yeah, so she said, okay, well, I've, I've messaged some friends that live in this town and they've said we can go there if you want. And we were like... I saw this on Instagram ending up with... Yeah, so we went to a hostel quickly. He quoted us a ridiculous price, and we said that's unbelievable. And she, she just said honestly, these friends of mine, they're willing to, willing to take us in. So we went there, and oh my god, people the, these people, people yeah, Antonio and Mabel. So we went, we oh. found our way there. These people like to f- oh, feel this them. human kindness in all this scary, scary tragedy was just phenomenal. Like, it's so easy to be cynical, isn't it, in the modern world? And do you know what? I want to give a shout out for looking after my lovely friend slash brother Sam's to Antonio yeah. and Mabel. Thank you for looking after my wonderful friend Sam. That's, they, that's, were... they did a favour to everyone who knows you and loves you. So, so yeah, they that's really cool. took us in. We sat on their sofa. We used their Wi-Fi. That we Bless sat them. and watched the news. We went. We went to the shop and bought some rum, and we had a drink with them. Oh God! Here goes. Here, here's the Sam part of the story. And <laughs> yeah. um, what was the um, what was what, were they old? Were they young? Did they have kids? What, they, what must, like? they must have been about 40, 40 45. They had no. three kids. Um, so weird. yeah, so we chilled and watched the news, and we were trying to discuss what the plan would be. So we we figured we would leave at four o'clock in the morning the next morning, like unless right. like Yvonne was her brother's a taxi driver, so she was messaging right. him a lot, saying like he knows the situation of the roads because he's in a network of drivers basically. So oh, you had the best full network of info then, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was like, if I hear, so we how are get- you feeling? How were you feeling at this point? Sorry to. So how yeah, you, so like you, you say, yeah, like, it kind of calmed down, but then like the anxiety uh, of, oh god, but like yeah, so Cassie had completely given up on the flight for today, like she was like, it's not happening today, like let's just go be safe, but yeah, like I think if you make that decision, it's easier then once you know, look, it that's was not an yeah, once 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 she had committed to that, yeah, it was yeah, definitely exactly. was. yeah. But yeah, it was this like this moment of calmness, like sitting in this small family yeah. home in Ecuador, like a place yeah. that a tourist would never normally be in. And like these people have like a side business of where they're selling pork. So like they have got lot their fridges, fridge and freezer was full of bits of meat, and people were coming and knocking on the door to buy meat from them. Serious? Yeah, to buy meat from them. So they knock on the door, open it, and just see four white people, four gringos, and be like, "Oh, oh. hey, hey, guys." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and they were just really chilled. Yeah. Then, so everyone really chilled out. Yeah. So the, life was going as normal around there. Then. Yeah. You must have been a bit more calm. And then, yeah, it was and calm. Or but then, the like, we, but we're yeah. also watching the news, which makes everything look as bad as possible. Of course it does. Of course yeah. it does. That's life, isn't but it? But Antonio... And, as I say, news is always bad news, isn't it? That's what news yeah. is. It's not news. It's bad news. Yeah, yeah it's true. Antonio is mm. um, Venezuelan. 
He's been he's lived in Ecuador for 20 years, but yeah, Antonio's Venezuelan and he was like I'm not going out because these people are angry. Venezuelans have got a really bad name in the rest of South America as immigrants now. And basically, if I go out there, they could probably kill me. <laughs> Fucking hell. And he was quite serious. Yeah, he was very serious. And not a joke about that, but I mean he was he wasn't he, I'm not accusing him of being over dramatic, but he wasn't he wasn't no. exaggerate. No, he was, it wasn't. He was quite It was not yeah, a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so we, okay. we settled in with them, we watched the news, they made us dinner. Um, we they then they wow. even yeah, because they knew nice. we, we what a lovely silver lining to to a story. Yeah, Lying. it was such God. a nice moment. And yeah, we said, Okay, we'll leave it we'll leave at four o'clock in the morning. Hopefully the protesters have gone to bed and haven't woken up again by that time yet. Um, to go like in between them start like when they're leaving yeah. people on the street. That's what we were like, hoping for. Yeah. So then, yeah, they made us beds. So the two youngest children slept in the parents' bedroom and we were given their bedrooms. Oh, my Unbelievable. God. So, yeah, I slept on a oh, bunk bed. I'd like, to think, I'd like to think, you know, we all live in our own sort of selfish worlds. I mean, all human beings. But I'd like to think, you know, if that happened in my area, I'd be the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just come in, sleep on the floor in the lounge, 20 people. You just would, wouldn't you? You're not going to close your door to people. You just you imagine, know? Just, like just imagine, like, most people are like that. one of your friends is become an uber driver and then they yeah, ring exactly. you ring you and say the whole town's gone exactly. crazy i've got four tourists yeah. with me can we come hide out at your place like what would yeah, you do up, yeah if you turned up with that exactly and you'd just be like and especially i think my heart would go out more if it was people who were strangers you know outsiders in a place who were probably feeling vulnerable language wise yeah. do you know yeah. what i mean and you'd just be like just come in just have a good time just have a little moment of respite from the worry yeah. you know yeah you think You'd, you'd like to. I know, like, I know all your family. I know they all would, wouldn't they? Can you imagine your yeah. mum would be making cakes for everyone? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. sewing up any holes in the clothes from yeah. the fires, you know. Yeah. I just know they would. You, you know, there's such lovely people. Having spent last weekend with your family and my family, and they're all just so, yeah. they'd give you a last Rolo, wouldn't they? So yeah. I like to think that most people would, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah, we. We got to bed at about eleven. We, I managed to sleep. I can always, I can always sleep. I'm very lucky that way. Like even throughout all of this, I was. Like to have a peace of mind like that. (laughs) So we, yeah, we got up at four. We said goodbye to Antonio. We gave him twenty five dollars. I was going to say, did you offer? I know you would have done, but like. What was the deal? Did you feel you had to offer him something? We, I know it's a crap. We didn't, we didn't feel like we had to at all, but we really no, wanted to. We really, really wanted to. Then not him making you feel you had to, but you felt morally an imperative, like yeah. you had to give him something. Or, yeah. Yes, that, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. they put us up for the you, night, you they would. fed us, like, we, had, we appreciated their hospitality so much. Uh, you just want, and it's not even about the money, it's just about showing that I've not taken this for granted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's 25 local currency again without being crass what would that equate to like? so a uh, my my room per night in the hostel was five dollars a night right okay so we gave 25 dollars for oh, four of us yeah. chilling there for a bit yeah so yeah and did they accept it he did he accepted it he didn't I'm try and, he really accepted it humbly um said thank you very yeah, much there of wasn't course. an awkward... I, I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad, I'm like, no, I just, I'm glad you probably insisted and he was just like, you know, they can do what they want with that money, but it's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad. Yeah. That was a big thing they did, yeah. Yeah. That was sweet, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got in the car. 
it was dark, so still dark, four o'clock in the morning, it's dark. So we drove through the main bit of the town. So we're driving over piles of ash that were the roadblocks from the day before. So as we got further into the center, we did see people walking around and saw people carrying tires. So we already know people are starting to set up roadblocks. So we right, okay. we didn't get ahead of them. So as we got the morning in, shift starting, <laughs> yeah, morning shift. So yeah, we drove as far as yeah. we could, and we drove. Um, so we drove to the main. How are you feeling? How are you feeling at this point? Are you nervous? You think really it was, fucking yeah. nervous? Really? Because like anybody who knows Sam who's listening to this, like you're to me, that's the sign of one of the ends of the world. If you get stressed about something, I'm stressed like this on a, a day to work, a, a trip to work in Hatfield like just driving along the road would make me as nervous as that because i am very anxious yeah but you you are never anxious about anything so i would be crying if i was with you and you were not <laughs> it was yeah so once i saw the people with tires i knew we weren't ahead of it but yvonne tried oh. to get us through to to the main roundabout she drove far too f- once we saw too many people we were like stop 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 and she like kept going a little bit too far we got onto the main roundabout, of which four of the main exits were already blocked with fires. Our car, like lots of, we saw lots, of, like it's like you know zombie movies when they're driving through the yeah. dark and suddenly you illuminate the bodies in the road. We this all, is basically like the rest of us. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We then, yeah, they then shouted lots, stopped us. People stood in the road. Once we had stopped, what, our, what are they like? Are they angry or well, are they they just like just business-like so no so like lots of them have got their faces covered all of them are holding some sort of pole or bat or some sort of thing that could be used as a weapon um but you say obviously could you say that but are they waving it at you or are they just holding them so up they were all, Did you feel so basically so they stopped or? they stopped us once we'd stopped the whole car was surrounded like bodies literally all the way around the car um so once they saw that we were tourists a lot of them were like no 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 they're foreigners they're tourists don't scare them but a lot of them were, not, were very funny. still very much intimidating Yvonne got out because yeah. they were like <laughs> basically yeah. they were demanding that they open that Yvonne open the boot so pay off because we know what happens when the boot does and then it's like the end of the action movie yeah. and the audience know <laughs> the boot is going to is going to save your lives because the boot attacks people <laughs> But yeah, she was just like, it's just her bag. It's just like, I didn't have any stuff on me apart from my phone. Um, and it was just Cassie's bag in there. They opened the boot to see what was in How there. Was see- How was her head, by the way, after being yeah, a bit, by the boot? Yeah, just a bit sore. But yeah. But yeah Did so- it draw blood? It didn't oh. draw blood, no. But yeah, she had a solid lump on it. Um, oh, bless her. Yeah. So yeah, we... Yeah, so we were pleading with them, saying we're tourists, we just need to get to the airport because Cassie needed to get her... Were well, you pleading? See, that terrifies me. That verb, I would never apply. I can't imagine you pleading for anything. Yeah, literally like, pleading. Terrifies me. Yeah. Like, like, it would be scary for anyone, but for you or your sister or Tom, who are really laid back, I like to be just really chilled out, lovely. That really scares me, the thought of you sort of pleading with anyone. It really worries yeah. me. It was fucking scary. It was really, really scary. This was, this is potentially the scariest thing I've ever been through. Like, an oh, angry mob yeah, surrounding a car with the threat that they might turn us into hostages from the day before. I say that glibly. That's privilege, isn't it? Because where I live, it doesn't happen. Yeah. I know it doesn't happen there 
I know they're having protests, but like, you know, I live in an environment where I don't have those kind of mobs. But then we had Extinction Rebellion this week, but they weren't in that mob way. But like, yeah. you know, I suppose that is isn't it, to live in a society where that doesn't happen, you know, riots yeah. on the streets and stuff. Do you know? What I mean? and I'm, I'm not saying for a second that it does happen every day there, but I suppose, yeah, it, to me, that stuff that happens in the movies, it's not the reality of an everyday or even a yeah. yearly existence. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. this is, the, but, the, but it's not there, is it either? This is an exceptional circumstance, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, yeah, it's true. They haven't had yeah. these problems since like 2007, I think it was. So, so you're not, I'm not implying for a second, like every day that's no, life there. Not at you know, all. It's ex- well, for them, well, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But having said, never been in, you know, I've never heard of London or Manchester where there's rights where they're like declaring a curfew. Do you know what I mean? Even yeah. during the Brixton riots. I mean, there's a good example. What, during the riots, you know, a few years ago that went on for a couple of days in London and stuff, that yeah. was terrifying, but they didn't have a curfew on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. terrifying. So, yeah, we were completely surrounded. So, Cassie was just like, she needs to get to the airport. She was looking at flights when we were at Antonio and Mabel's, and there was another flight today. Um, and she was just like, I just need to get to the airport. I need to make this flight. I need to get out of the country. But it, basically, they were... Would she get on that flight or was everybody who needed to get out of the country heading for that no, flight? No, I mean, we didn't. It... We really didn't know at this point. We really didn't know. So eventually, so yeah, they said, you can't leave the town. We've blocked off the whole town. The airport's shut. Just get yourself back into town and get yourself to a hotel. So we eventually, they eventually let us turn around and leave as we were leaving one of the exits was blocked by a truck they were going all through the truck they were opening the back of the truck and going all inside it because this truck was clearly trying to get through as well we eventually got through just looking we don't know if they were looking or taking stuff i couldn't tell i think from what i could see the truck was pretty empty Okay. We tried the route that we tried the day before with the ambulance, and that, there was no one there. So we managed to get past that bit, and then we went. Well, the people. I know you said they had their faces covered, but yeah, the majority the majority of them were older teenagers and in their twenties. I would say there was a few older people, and the older people. To be fair, the older people, the ones that were saying they're foreigners, leave them alone. Don't don't scare okay, these yeah. tourists. Like they're very much like oh. don't fuck with the tourists. Like right, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so then we went over the roundabout where they all were before and we were like, yeah, we found a way through. We went up the along the main road, big main road, and then we hit another roadblock. There was no one there, but it was the road was literally blocked. Like, it would take us a good 45 minutes to try and lift all these trees and blocks of car- concrete around. We then tried to go around another way, couldn't find a way. We then, using... Luckily, I, I can use maps with GPS here. I was like dad channeled dad and found a way through the suburbs to another <laughs> part of the main road and as we pulled out onto the main road there he was would a... be so proud of you yeah, so, I know. Proud. Yeah. so i was Wonderful. directing yvonne and then we were out keep we... it cunnington keep it cunnington <laughs> yeah brilliant we made it brilliant. out through the suburbs and right on the edge of this road was a massive like 18 wheeler truck that had clearly been on fire the day before but it sounds like a film. The whole thing sounds like an apocalyptic film. horrific. Great, great Christmas special, am I right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's nearly as good as the Doctor Who Christmas special. Amazing, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but behind... So what, did you say that was on fire or on its It side? wasn't on fire, but it had clearly been on fire yesterday. <gasps> but behind... Was it a petrol tanker? No, 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 it was just like the front half of an 18-wheeler truck. 
Uh, but behind it was police and military, which means that they were about to move into the town. We drove past them, and it means that they'd already come up this road. And after that, we drove. We actually drove. We drove for quite a while without having any problems. It was crazy. All the petrol stations were shut. Which Yvonne was, she had about like a third of a tank left at this point. So she oh, was no, like, I thought about that. Your petrol, yeah, yeah. Yeah, need to get petrol. So she was like, if there's one open, we'll try. So we were driving along the main roads. You're kind of zigzagging round roadblocks because there's like one lane open. What cars are on the road? No one. There's a, a few, at this point, there's a few others driving around. Like even when we were in the worst of it, there's still people trying to find ways around. Yeah, luckily we found ways around. Um, she's calling her taxi driver brother who's saying that um, you can get to the airport. So we probably drove for about another 45 minutes. And then as we were getting closer and closer to the to the airport, she then got a call from her brother saying they've literally just set up a block. So she pulled over and, yeah, we she pulled over, got the phone call, and she was like, yeah, apparently they've blocked up ahead. We can wait for the military. Hopefully they'll come soon. As we creeped up a little bit further, we could then smell the tear gas. And we were like, okay, this is... It means they're here. It means they're here. And then she spoke to someone... Who's got the tear gas? The police or the protesters? The police. The police. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so it means the police had been nearby. Yeah, and so that means that also means protesters have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then... So we spoke... But then she spoke to someone and they said, yeah, the military just drove straight past but threw loads of, loads of tear gas at the same time and we could see the bridge and basically there was loads of protesters on the bridge throwing <laughs> rocks at cars. At any... Indiscriminately. Anyone that's trying to get past, they were throwing rocks at. So... Oh, my God. It's so, so interesting to hear, like, as... Of course, a crowd is made up of individual people, but you've got all different sections of the crowd. You've got some who are really understanding and compassionate. Yeah. You've got some who are just going to cause damage on anyone who comes near. And I suppose that's what a protest and a riot is. You don't... Not everyone's got the same mind, even if they're doing... There are some people who don't even properly care about the yeah. politics of it. They just get involved with the trouble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I think that's what a lot terrifying. of the youths were doing. They were just getting involved. Yeah, and you don't know you don't know which one you're going to encounter. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So terrifying. So yeah. So we pulled over and just thought for a bit, and we were like, serious. Like basically, we said to Cassie, I was like, "You're not making it to your flight right now. Let's let's just go back into town. Let's go back to the hostel. It's safe there. You've still got another what coming up to like twelve hours until your flight." So let's just go back. Oh, Mabel again. <laughs> Get a space on the sofa for us, Mabel. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we we started driving back. They're on the other side of the motorway. So on the edge of the motorway, they had cut down a tree exactly so it fell across the motorway. So this tree was big enough to cover three lanes. But if that happened in a film, you'd say, oh, that's really convenient how that's just fallen yeah. and blocked that motorway. Here's Optimus Prime to move it out the way. Yeah. yeah. But then, so, <laughs> so then we, so, but we managed to find a way round it because where it had fallen from the bank, you could drive underneath the trunk of the tree. So, so we drove, <laughs> drove under Breathe this. Breathe yeah, yeah, drove under this tree. Found our way through Quito. Luckily, Quito's completely dead still because this 24-hour curfew is still in effect. Didn't see any military stopping anyone, but... The... So you avoided the bridge at this point? You avoided the bridge? Yeah, avoid... turned round, didn't go to the airport, we're heading yeah. back to the hostel. Right, sorry, right, right, okay, get it, yeah. On the way back to the hostel, Cassie said, 
I'm really glad I hadn't actually made a booking for that flight because it doesn't look like I'll be able to make it. Right. And I was just like, sorry, are you telling me that you didn't have a flight booked today? <laughs> That's what I was asking about, like, was everyone on the flight? Yeah. Excuse yeah. me, did you, did you not actually, because, like, she'd lost $300 from the flight from yesterday, so I thought sure, we, sure. she was losing out on another $300. I was like, did you not have a flight booked for today? She was like, no, I didn't book it in the end. And I was just like... So we just tried to go to the airport when you didn't have a flight booked. And she was like... Just risked... You risked the death. Sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, I, was, I was fuming. I was so... Oh, are you I, serious? Like, it wasn't even, like, quite funny. You were... No, I, to be fair, that's all I left it at. But I was fuming. fuming. I was fucking Is angry. I was just like... We could... she going to be listening to this? Maybe. Seriously. That, <laughs> Cassie, Bye, if, Cassie. Cassie, <laughs> if you're listening, that was a dick move. You put us all in danger... <laughs> And you wasted a good few hours of us being terrified. Dick move. <laughs> and again, I don't see you get angry often. I know you are a, a rounded human being, but like, yeah. the, all emotions are all things that would freak me out if I was with you because that would be my job to get angry, scared, and knock your emotion. I'd expect you to just be the chilled, yeah. chilled guy. So, like, even to see you angry, what I think would cause me a lot of anxiety. Because, <laughs> but then we always see each other at fun events, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we're, we're always in a good there. mood. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. There'd be something wrong if we were angry at yeah. your sister's wedding. This is awful. I want to go home. Um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. So, so, but I mean, you know, just in terms of my reflection, if I was there and I'd seen you go through those emotions, that would cause me a lot of anxiety in all seriousness because you're very stable to yeah. me and very sort of, you know, I yeah. don't see those emotions on you. You're always just really chilled when I see you yeah. <laughs> with a beach in your hand. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so eventually we got back to the hostel. Um, so, so Yvonne, like, she takes this job yesterday, this job of taking I some people... Like baby driver. <laughs> taking, taking this one little job, take some tourists to a, to a tourist thing and then drop them at the airport. But, like... It's what a plot of a film, and I'm not... Um, I know. ...in the price belittling it but it is totally like the plot of an 80s hollywood touchstone pictures comedy like yeah. starring steve martin or something you know he's in a country it all goes wrong planes trains and automobiles and i'm not yeah. in any way belittling it actually happens it's <laughs> totally like the plot of a sort of baby driver type drama the twist that's coming at the end of this tale is what was your bill on the, on the taxi <laughs> well so what how much did you there was there was there was a moment there was a moment where Yvonne got out the car to try and look at, try and ask a petrol station if they had petrol, and we all quickly turned to each other and we were like, "How much money are we going to give her?" So yeah, what, the original exactly what the original I don't have any Brett's manners guide never told me for this eventuality. Yeah. <laughs> so the original price of the taxi to take us to 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 the monument and to the airport was fifty five dollars. So I said we should probably get. Yeah, that's now out the window because she's done so much more than that. And I was like, we should give her at least like thirty, forty dollars each. Like he was basically the hitman's bodyguard. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, she 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 saved our lives. She had kept you alive. She's a warrior. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Now is your firstborn. That's all you could like. That that's you know you give her your firstborn child because that's all. So I ran upstairs. Yeah, I gave I gave her forty dollars. I think Archie and Cammy gave her thirty each. Uh, But Cassie said um, Yvonne offered to take Cassie back to her house and then try and take her to potentially to the airport later on. And I was, 
And I was like, I was like, thank God, because I don't think I could be nice around Cassie all the rest of this day, because I was fuming. Really? I was just like, yeah, yeah, go. God, the whole story that would have yeah. upset me the most. You getting angry? It's like banner. I don't want to. See uh, but we were Old back. Sam we smashed, were safe. Yeah. Like we had been stuck at this hostel for six days, looking over the same view from the roof terrace, getting a bit bored of it, and thinking, "Yeah, we'll go out for a trip today." And then I was never happier to be back at this hostel. Yeah. So we were back at seven o'clock, just in time for breakfast. Like we've got to know the people that work there quite well. And they were like, "Oh, you're up early." And I was like, "Don't." <laughs> No. Actually, that would be the end of the film. You'd turn to the camera and go, you don't know you, half of it. You buddy. don't even know. The end of the credits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we wow. got back. We had breakfast. I had a shower. I took a little nap. Were you in shock? I mean, were you seriously like still? You couldn't no, believe yeah, your I home, couldn't right? believe that it was over. I was very happy. I, mean, I know you weren't in a... Like, but like in the back of my mind, knowing what a good story this will be to tell you. Did you think Tim will Tim's love gonna this story? fucking love this well, one? Tim no, Tim doesn't <laughs> love it. Well, Tim's glad you're alive, but Tim is crying with trauma. Tim is shaking in his room. <laughs> oh my god! Do you imagine if I'd been there? I'd have just killed myself. Like I'm not even joking. I like it's I'd, over. Have just, I'd have fallen. I'd probably had a attack. And again, I don't use that term lightly. Yeah. I'd have just curled up in a ball. I've just been crying. I mean, I, you'd have just had to slap me, like seriously. Yeah. And I'm not saying any of that jokingly. I would have been just useless. Yeah. But you're so chilled so, out. Be like, did you? Was there any point where you really thought? I'm being serious now. That you really thought this is, I might not get out of this. I'm not being dramatic. No, or did like, you always think no? I don't know. I level yet. I think you know? I have like a real, an unrealistic confidence in how fast and how fast and far I can run. Like, if right, it all yeah. starts okay. getting really bad, I know I've got my good trainers Thank on. You. I reckon I can just run. Red and black ones. Red and black yeah, ones. Of course. <laughs> But, like, I don't know, at any point, like, if it got really bad, I think I could just keep running. Like, well, actually, I, I say yeah. that, but the night before, when we were in Mabel and Antonio's house, like, I was getting a little bit wheezy, and I didn't have my inhaler on me, so... No, you have asthma then, I didn't Yeah, know. but, yeah, by the morning, I think the adrenaline overtakes asthma. I think it makes a big difference, and the adrenaline, like, stopped me wheezing completely in the morning. Which is crazy. But yeah, oh. then the rest... Inhaler at the hospital. Yeah, yeah, of course. I've got loads with me. I just didn't take... I just make the story... That is definitely like a screenplay. Let's say... How can we make this screenplay and make the dangers ramped up even more? I know, he's left his inhaler yeah. behind. Do you know what I mean? Like... But yeah, the, it was oh crazy. My... Mental, oh. mental situation. The rest of the day was fairly calm. I, like, went for pizza for lunch and hang out with some people from the hostel, like just marvelled and thought like me actually being bored is okay yeah. there's worse things than being bored for a day. there was um <laughs> there's a couple of guys called ish and nico at the hostel who had been there this, for a week as well a couple of lovely lovely stoners i went for lunch with them and like they were sm- they were smoking afterwards and like i haven't smoked a joint since canada where i really freaked out and i thought you know what i think i've earned this i had one toke of a joint and i was like i'm gonna go lie down for a little bit <laughs> It's, I'm, I'm not yeah. going to do that again it was a mistake because then I start because I now have a flight booked for the Monday so this is still Sunday I had a flight booked for Monday so as much as like I thought when we were going through keto I thought I'd really would like to just be dropped off before you try and take Cassie to the airport for her flight which which yeah, she didn't have yeah. but 
but also like this is a good practice run for me trying to get to the airport tomorrow so let's see how bad it is so then i was stressed okay. about trying to get my flight the next day so we had drinks for happy hour had dinner with people we saw the tribes people debating with the president like he finally opened up talks with them so we so oh, like full, cool. people yeah. in full tribal headgear and face paints in a in a political office with the president just looks very strange because so like all the indigenous, all the indigenous people, people like you just just yeah. like so far removed from wow. England like the most you'd get wow, is a farmer image, in, in a some dungarees like yeah. at in yeah, the houses yeah. of parliament which you wouldn't see anyway yeah to make a protest yeah, yeah. that's amazing that must be a really positive image though well because we I, the tv wasn't turned up we didn't know what was happening and i was trying to book my taxi for 4 right. a.m and the, ta- the right, taxi company right, right. were basically like we're not taking bookings until these conversations have finished of course of course because by the time yeah. these conversations are finished so what's happening is the, is the roadblock starting to ease are people no, is life returning to normal well, or not we were sa- i was just safely staying in the hostel but from what i could see people were like live newscasts of people like after the three o'clock curfew finished all the protesters got back outside again yeah um but yeah so i eventually convinced the taxi company to just take my booking for 4am and if we can't go tell me in the morning tell me in the morning we can't go uh, so then I went but you'll be ready and shoot yeah, yeah I yeah. went to bed because I thought I'm going to have to get up early I only had five hours sleep the night before and they like said my goodbyes to people Shattered. like which is mental because like in a hostel you don't often get the same group of people for seven days yeah. so all of us yeah. have been stuck in keto all of us have shared these crazy stories with each other and yeah I was like guys hope like hopefully I won't see you tomorrow but like really nice to meet you all yeah it was really like a really nice moment of like lots of people coming together but yeah I went to bed I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning because I text a guy who said he might come with us I woke up to a text of him saying the president has changed the laws back the petrol price has gone back to normal it I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go on another day because I should be able to get a cheaper flight and I was like yes and then I checked Twitter online and yeah it said flights are running like normal come to the airport yeah wow, the relief, the relief yeah felt, so i yeah. went back to sleep for but also without again without being um us being selfish about it from our point of view the nice nice for the petrol prices for the yeah. people to have gone back yeah. to normal as well that's yeah. really nice that's a really nice outcome yeah, yeah. so i was up at 3 30 i'd met a uh, french canadian girl lawrence who also wanted to come to the airport who had a 6 p.m flight but just wanted to make sure she got there so she came with me at 4 a.m i don't blame yeah. her I don't blame her. it's no point in waiting is there? and to go with someone yeah exactly nice, you know, like if we would have had to walk the last nice bit or something <laughs> yeah um yeah, but yeah, yeah got to the airport like got to the airport had breakfast how long's the airport how it's only the 40 minutes what should be only a 40 minute drive oh, yeah lovely. got to the airport <laughs> and what were the roads completely like? clear completely empty normal as if it hadn't happened yeah. like one well, no, a few little piles of ash here and there but yeah mostly well, clear. i remember your photo with like like the showing of what you know like little piles yeah. of that look like some some Godzilla fight. That's what that, just that was big, when we were driving like, the day it before. It looked like the aftermath of a volcano, yeah. like little yeah. cars of fire and dark pat, black charred. Yeah. Patches. So yeah, got yeah. to the airport, had breakfast, checked into my flight, sat in a very very empty airport lounge at six o'clock in the morning, and had a beer. 
Bet you're thinking I love it. Had this. a beer. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That's the nothing like having a beer at an airport on an ungodly hour in the morning. And not only did I order oh, a beer, but oh, the waitress yeah. said, "If you have this beer, it's two for one." So I got happy hour priced beers at six o'clock in the morning. I bet you felt you were on a stand. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck it out." Am I actually going to leave? I got my flight. Got my flight. There's a few empty seats on the flight, which surprised me. I thought it would be jam packed. I bet, no, I wouldn't have thought it would have been because I know you know better than me, but I would have thought people would have just cancelled and stayed clear for another few days. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, people, it probably was just too close to everything still being a, potentially chaotic for yeah. people to even try it. Crazy, like know? I can't, I still can't really believe the like the disrespect of the rules that the South American people have. Like, woman was on her phone and t- the woman next to me was on her phone until the moment we were about to start taking off. Like. Just as the engines were rumbling, she was still on the phone. I wonder if that's true across the world, though. I bet that happens in America. I, didn't, I haven't noticed England, it anywhere France. else, but yeah. Yeah, I don't fly. Yeah. So as, as the viewers can imagine, I'm a coward in every <laughs> aspect, so I don't fly. But I, I can imagine nowadays just people just do not... It's like the you know, it's when, when the studio logos are still coming up at the cinema, people are still finishing their message, yeah. aren't they? And I'm like, you've just been sitting in the cinema during 25 minutes of advert and you're now still sending a Snapchat as the Warner Brothers logo is coming up. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? I turned my phone off the minute I got in. It infuriates me, you know. <laughs> just awful. Yeah. <laughs> There's my companion. <laughs> we, so I had a connecting flight in a place called Esmeraldas. We literally got off the flight walk through the airport, walk through immigration to get our exit stamp and then come back into... So you then have to go take your bag through security. Like, your bag's... You get, you're getting back on the same aeroplane, but you have to go through customs to leave yeah. the country. So I right. had my bag, and I've got right. my water bottles. I had to empty my water bottles, but, like, they didn't have a place there, so I had to leave my... Well, in, well, in terms of liquids yeah, liquid. security Like, I was allowed to yeah, have yeah. liquids... I was allowed to have liquids on the first flight, but then on the second flight, so he right. said, yeah, leave, leave your bag here, go, oh, empty, go yeah. empty your bottles, show me that you've emptied them, and then come back. So, like, I have a filter water bottle, so I can fill it up with tap water and drink it and not get ill, basically. So I emptied them right. and then went back into the toilets to go fill them up again. The security guard then came into the toilets to see what I was doing and was like, you're not allowed to take water Seriously? on the flight. I was like, but you, you saw it's empty. It's, this is fresh water. Like communic like all imagine how much bad Spanish I'm communicating in in this episode, but g- getting yeah, yeah. by so yeah. very impressive. Agua is water. Agua, isn't it? yeah. Agua. It's fresca yeah, agua. Yeah. No, and he was like no. <laughs> Basically, he was I th- from the gist of it. He oh. said you can't take foreign water across the border. So right. I was angry about that because I was thirsty because I just had. Is it an ecosystem? I don't know. I had two beers thing? and wanted to drink some water, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yes, yeah, so, good security though. Yeah, it. yeah, it was. He knew what I was doing. <laughs> we should be grateful. Yeah, we should be grateful yeah, for that. Good yeah. security is a good thing. I'm not, I know I you know, weren't yeah. threat, but I know. Yeah, I get it. Like, that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. So then, on this flight, there was a couple of German girls sitting behind me. So I was chatting to them and just saying, like, "Where are you going?" With the agenda of trying to get a cheaper taxi and if I share it with them, which worked because they were heading into yeah. the centre. And I said, "Okay, do you mind if I jump in with you?" So I got off the flight jumped in the taxi with them split the cost got to the bus terminal got straight on a bus were they English? no they were German 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 sorry one of them was a German translation student so she spoke brilliant Spanish the luck the luck Spanish translation student yeah got got off at the bus terminal 
bought some lunch, got straight onto a bus to a place called Armenia. And on the bus, I met some lovely Australian people, Jen, Jenna, Jen, Philip and Peter. So I got chatting with them a bit. Turns out they were staying in the... Did you talk about the Hemsworths? I didn't, no. Sorry, I'll talk about it. Don't get me wrong. I know that sounds very culting, like the only thing Australian people know is about Hemsworths, <laughs> but I would just have had to talk about, like, who was their favourite one and stuff. I would say I understand that that's not the centre of your life as Australians, but I would still have had to ask them. Carry on. Um, but, yeah, they're staying in the same hotel as me, so chatted with them for a little bit. I had a, this was a three-hour bus ride, so I had a little sleep because I was absolutely shattered. Little sleep, I love it. Yeah, it's little, so ba- little yeah. baby sleep. Um, oh. And then, yeah, like, looked out the window, looking across, like, the lush green, very tropical in Colombia. It's, like, a bit warm. And then you saw the protesters <laughs> in the distance making their way towards you with their flaming torches and masks. So, yeah, quite a nice little journey to to the hostel. Um, yeah, made it all the way here. The hostel here is really nice. It kind of has almost the feel of a, a hunting lodge, but without any of the dead animals. Like, it's all wooden. Good. I was just going to... Look, he knows his audience. He knows his audience. But like, that sort Good of, man. like, wooden, big lobby area, like, nice wooden bedrooms, yeah. wooden floors everywhere. It's re- a bit twin peaks yeah, 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 almost a bit like Swiss Alps Lodge, but in the middle of a tropical setting. It's It's really nice here. A bit like where um, Disco Stew goes in an episode of The Simpsons. He's in some hunting lodge, I yeah. think. And, I'll, take um, Disco I'll take a picture. I'll take a picture. Yeah, because teams remember him in a dressing yeah. gown in some hunting lodge or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then I went out for dinner with the Australians. Um, we, I had... And you still didn't ask that. Temper, no, I still didn't worry, ask that at this oh, point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I had bandeja paisa, which is basically like avocado, rice, beans bit of chicharron which is like crackling essentially um some chorizo sausage and a fried egg like the classic combination of some carbs and veg and lots of meat dish from a market every country in south america seems to have one story we've gone from squeakly saving nearly getting killed in a massive riot to now describing what you had for that dinner that's so sound yeah, yeah of course um and then took myself to bed pretty early i was very tired right. so. and, and i'm glad to hear that after all this trauma you're basically the through line is none of your appetite or your desire to have a beer was affected by any of these adventures <laughs> <laughs> so sam you just turn to the camera at the end after no veggies and lift up your beer and go hey. <laughs> basic it goes into a little small circle you have been watching yeah that's all <laughs> and then just like any sitcom from the 80s it all just goes back to normal by the beginning of the next episode you've forgotten you had any of those adventures <laughs> what does homer say i haven't learned anything. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Brilliant>. yeah <laughs> and then yesterday yesterday I thought I deserved a nice calm day after 14 hours of travelling the day before and a few hairy moments of the couple of days before that. I woke up, walked, strolled through town. Lots of It's very colourful here in Colombia. Well, maybe it's just this town. I haven't explored the rest of it yet. You know what? I went, it's funny you say that. I went to... Um, I was watching... I only travel through the cinema, the medium cinema, and I watched Gemini Man the other day with Will Smith, and there's a whole sequence set in... Um, I'm going to show you, I can't remember which... It's South America. There's a South American country, and I'm sorry, I can't remember which. And there's a whole scene set. I might be Colombia, actually. I don't know. But it's so 
I mean, obviously they've designed it for the film, but the buildings are so colourful yeah. and it's really noticeable part of the film because this big, this is incredible action scene on motorbikes there and shooting and everything, the walls exploding. So it was obviously it was set designed as well, but the colour just goes, shines out of it, the chairs, the murals, it's stunning. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I strolled yeah. through town, lovely and pretty. I went up to the, the mirror door, which is like the lookout point, and yeah, it was just nice to just be calm and walking through a town and there's like fruit trees growing everywhere here because it's so tropical. Well, I'm hoping the reason you've chosen me for this week is it builds up to an apology, not that you have ever mocked me, of ever thinking I was boring and a ball of anxiety <laughs> and you're basically the conclusion that like my lifestyle who doesn't go anywhere is better for fear of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Tim, basically it's an apology. I'm coming home straight away to become a lecturer like you are. <laughs> is there pod? You haven't learned a thing. Like is there podcast lecturers? Can I lecture people in my amateur podcast ways? Is that possible? Yeah, it must be one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I went for I went for a coffee. So Colum- I'm in the right. Colombian coffee region here in Salento. One. Be wonderful, and really. I had two of literally the best coffees of my life. I had a lat- latte and a black coffee, and it cost me one. I know typically people would expect the coffee to be yeah. good, but you know it's nice to hear that it actually is. It's not a stereotype. Was, you know, it's actually true. It yeah. was amazing, and it cost me one pound twenty-five for two coffees in a coffee oh. shop. Unbelievable! I literally had a latte, which was lovely from Starbucks, but it was you know. It was yeah. a lot more than that for one last yeah. day. <laughs> Came back and chilled in the afternoon and then went out for dinner with the Australians again. Are you still seeing them? Are you, where are we up to date now? Yeah, no, yeah this is yesterday. This is yesterday. So will you ask them about the Hepsworth next I will. I'm seeing, I'm seeing them later on this afternoon, so I will ask them. Uh, but do ask to stand with cultural sensitivity that I understand that it's not like Neighbours and the Hemsworth are the only two things Australians <laughs> can talk about. However, I do want to know what the internal perspective of, you know, of them okay. towards the Hemsworth is. You know? <laughs> um, if I hear of an international system because they don't like Liam and you're like, Liam for life! <laughs> and you go running in. <laughs> uh, f- for dinner, I had a big rib of pork, which I'm sure you'll love to hear. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was unnecessary. Big, um, and then we went to go play Tejo. What's Tejo? So, essentially, there's a about. Um, I think it's pronounced table tennis. You'll find. Te- <laughs> <laughs> Tejo. So you stand at a line. You have what is essentially a metal weight that you throw. You're throwing it towards about a meter square of like wet clay, so it sticks into the clay. In the centre... Seriously, how, what the hell would they do each time? They just get fresh clay out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, damp clay. Oh, so then it's... You're throwing it towards a ball in the centre of... Uh, a circle in the centre of the clay. But around the edge of the metal ring, they place small little packages of gunpowder. So, so it's like... This is like the coolest <laughs> game ever. Yeah. Like, ever. So, you... You you get if you just hit the clay it's one point. If you get if you hit any of the explosives it's three. If you get it in the middle how big is the explosion go? The circle oh it's like a solid bang. It's like a good Yeah, it's like a banger. Like, like a, a good banger. big banger, yeah. It's 
Yeah, so, and then nine, nine points for if you get it in the middle with an explosion, six points in the middle without an explosion, and yeah, three points for just an explosion. It must be quite expensive. Re- I was thinking just the clay. Now they come, it must be an expensive game to resource. I like, don't think it is. Like, like, it's just a little a, paper a packet of gunpowder. But yeah, bloody. Yeah, so we went there. We played Philip, I think, one. I'm kind like, as competitive as I am, I wasn't really keeping score. I was just excited about when I hit the explosions. Oh, Sam! No, I'm a coward, but I would—that's just up my street. Yeah. I would have loved to be. And like you, playing you that. walk you, it over here, or will it break all kinds? I of think laws, it would break kind of laws. Yeah, but the yeah, you walk yeah, in. You remember cool. cap guns, cap guns yes, and gunpowder. Yeah. You walk in, and the, sm- the smell in this room is just unbelievable. Oh, yeah, that smell of childhood. Thing. Yeah, like I didn't have an unsafe gunpowder. You know, those cap guns is such a specific smell yeah. of childhood. You know. Yeah, uh, so it cost oh. it cost one pound twenty five to play per person, and beers beers were one pound twenty five each as well. So oh, it's a bit of a the coffee was one pound twenty five. Yeah, as it's well. cheap in Colombia. Really yeah, good. but why is it specifically that same price for everything? I don't know why. That's five thousand five thousand pesos. Oh, it's a round amount. Yeah, it, it's about yeah, one twenty five. Yeah, four ninety nine. Something. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, after oh, a classic, absolutely. after a little while, once we'd like played a few games and were getting a bit bored, we then piled up the ring with as much gunpowder as we could, and then we're throwing, <laughs> throwing it. My God, this is where the Sam story comes. It in, was definitely yeah. Phil and Peter more than me. Like the fine, the. F- I think you have to for all the cultures and the rules, I go into traditions. But let's just just blow up things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Then, yeah, I woke up and then went to bed. I woke up this morning, had breakfast, now I'm talking to you. The highlight of your week? Yeah, of course. Honestly, no joke. I knew what I was sort of half in for today, but I've honestly felt like I've lived that with you. It's been brilliant. Good. It's been such, such brilliant. But here, well, I've just got up and um, uh, we opened some presents because it's Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, and um, I got my stocking, and I got um, a game for my PlayStation. I got Death Stranding, so we must be telling the truth because that game isn't out yet. If if we were in the middle of October, how would I have got that game already? (laughs) So it must be Christmas because that game wouldn't be out. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, Tim, I've just been ambushed by two dogs. They this hostel has two giant. I don't know what they're called. The dog, you know, the movie Beethoven. With the dogs. Yeah, There's St. Bernard's. St. Bernard's, they've got two massive St. Bernard's and they've just come over to say hello. I'm taking a picture now. They're lovely. Can you send me the picture now? Yeah, okay. Send it to me now so we can do it. So the, so the audience who can't see the picture can hear me go, oh, dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, while I'm doing that, do you want Spanish phrase of the week? Yes, please. So it's a classic. It's a classic, and I can't believe I heard it. It's um, Mi Casa es Su Casa. My house is your house. Antonio literally said that to us. So you lived that. That's definitely the name of this week's podcast. Mi casa and I've got one that you made me made read out on that message. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was the Luego. Hasta luego. See you soon. Here's the picture. Just come look at this technology. Oh, look at your lovely smile. Oh, my God. See, that's why I couldn't go away. Because every time I'd even see a dog, I'd just cry. Like, I know dogs are not exclusive yeah. to England, but I'd cry. <laughs> so, look so happy and so well. Oh, so nice. What is, what is happening in the UK, Tim? 
So we just had the extinction where it's Christmas, but I, for some reason, I'll just tell you what happened in the way back about in the middle of October, yeah, of course, yeah. I think. Uh, so we had the Extinction Rebellion riots. Not riots, that's not fair. Sorry, that's completely unfair characterization. Sorry, I was, I was thinking about your story. <laughs> protests. They were not riots at all. They were protests. They were very, um, as far as I know, they were very kind of organized and things. And they were moved into Trafalgar Square. Um, but then there was a bit of controversy because then the, the police basically said, I think, if I'm quoting this right, that there was reasons they couldn't protest because they were blocking thoroughfares and things. So the protests had to be disbanded. Okay. There's been a controversy about that because people are saying, you know, that in a democracy there should be a right to protest. But the police, I was hearing someone from the police talking about it on LBC the other day, and I'm not going to misquote them. I don't want to do that. But like they were saying, you know, that there were justifications where they where they felt they were blocked. So but there's two sides to that argument. The police felt there was a causing an obstruction and a nuisance, I believe. And then <laughs> other people said that legally. And, and then, no, no, uh, I'm just laughing things. compared to what I went through. <laughs> just... <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were saying because I'm being really careful because I'm trying to be ca- represent the arguments on both sides in a BBC balance kind of way because I feel this... Not at all. I'm just like audition. blocking thoroughfares. You go fuck yourself, right? I know, I know. So they moved them into Trafalgar Square, but then they disbanded. It was supposed to go on for two weeks, but they disbanded it. And there was a bit of controversy because people thought, you know, that they were worried about, is it a sign of things to come, that peaceful protest, which it was peaceful, um, was, you know, is now being stopped. Yeah. And I think people thought it's a bit of a, a, bit of a worry. So that was the, the main news thing. And then, of course, Brexit lumbers on. They're at the 11th hour now, still trying to uh, thrash out a next. deal. I know, sorry, <laughs> I know, sorry. Um, and, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's that's about it. And I went to see Joker the other day, which uh, you've got to see. I'm so, gentle, like, yeah. I... I want to see it, but I want to see it in English, My, so I'm not able to go to the cinema uh, yes. here. I also Your sis, sis, who you know rarely gets out because of obviously parental responsibilities. Your sis has seen it before you. Yeah, so I know. On. Well, I, I could no, download I it, but I don't want to download a shit copy like a cam <laughs> version. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, um, she, um, yeah, teach, um, yeah. Uh, your sister texted me this morning and said said that she loved it. You know, I knew she would. I was telling her at the weekend um, to go and see it. You know, yeah. she would love it. She loved it because it's it's a really good film. And I think loads of people have loved it. But I think the people who haven't is because I think, as far as sure, there's lots of reasons. But one of the reasons is it doesn't come down on any moral. It just shows you, and you have to kind of bring yourself to it. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah. It doesn't show make any moral judgment. But my overall, I mean, it's it's one of the greatest, no exaggeration, it's one of the greatest screen performances of all time. I mean, it is Fantastic. exceptional. Yeah. And even people who didn't like still felt that about him, but it is astounding performance. But I think my takeaway from it was just sadness, compassion and sadness, yeah. and, you know, the plight of people in society who are forgotten. And I'm not justifying what he does, and some of the things he does are awful and, you know, villainous, but... It's really just the whole story is sad. Like, yeah. you know, it's a really moving piece. That's what I took away from it. But it doesn't tell you what to think and it doesn't reach any easy conclusions for you as it shouldn't do. And it's a real, it's not a superhero film at all. And I'm not saying that as a complaint. It's not a Batman film. It's, you know, it's just a brilliant study of kind of psych, psych, psychopathy, yeah. of, of a psychopath and of, um, of mental illness. And again, let me just have, I'm not conflating psych being a psychopath yeah. with mental yeah. illness, but this film, as you know, and there's, and I'm not saying that that's a general connection, but um, it, you know, it's just a really sad, sad, yeah. sad state of people who get that. And, you know, and there's a tangential 
you know, linked to Batman, but it's not superhero. There were sort of teenagers sitting in front of me who were well behaved, I have to say, but, you know, but they kind of went up, got up and left halfway through quietly. <laughs> I just think they're probably come expecting, you know, the Dark Knight yeah, again, you know, yeah. and it's, it's just really quiet character study. It's, but I think people are going to see it because of the Batman link, and it's brilliant because I'm just saying to someone, another lecturer, won't say, there's no way a film that's basically a character study of mental health would be, and social class, it would be like 500 million at the box office. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. it's brilliant brilliant piece of filmmaking. So go and see it. Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah, hopefully by the time this comes out, I would have brilliant. seen it. But yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, Christmas, yeah, it's Christmas yeah, it's Day. Christmas. You know, so. Merry Christmas. What? Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, amazing. If it's Christmas, should be back, shouldn't you? No, I'm not back till March. No, are you seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. What am I going to do till then? Listen, brilliant. Listen to Calls Home you every week. And have, have me back on it. I think. I think you wait. You wait, mate. You're gonna. You're gonna have a. Re- as in the words of David Brent in The Office, played by Ricky Ray, you are going to have a rebellion on your hands when you tell your listeners that I'm not on this show every week. You are <laughs> going to have a riot on your hands. And I think you'll be coming... I'll name my price to be on your show every week as the co-host. I'll name my price, mate. <laughs> well, I look forward to it. Tim, thank you very much for being my Christmas... My Christmas special calls home. It's been good. Right. Because... Anytime. See you soon. When you're remembering the good times, you're living life in the past, lane. Hasta luego! <laughs> Love you, bye. Have you got a calls home jingle before you? I, not really. No. I, well, I do my. I record the intros separately. Well, I've got. I made a little song. Okay. All right. Do you want to start with that, or do you want to start with hello? Oh, you don't sound too enthusiastic. <laughs> well, no. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see its, we'll see its quality first. It's not yeah. very long. Okay. Got, well. Well, how dare you? I'm the poet laureate of the Cunnington and the Siddington family. You show some respect, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start.